Hello, hello. At the time of this episode, we are just over a week from Christmas. So we're already in the thick of it as we wrap up this year, but that doesn't mean you can't do anything about your journey. It doesn't. So we're going to be going over nutrition, working out routines and mindset during the holidays. I know we're like right at the tail end of it, but that doesn't mean with these final weeks of the year that we can't do anything about our journeys, that we're just total victims to all of the parties and the events and the food and the treats. We can do something and be intentional. So if you're feeling frustrated about how you feel right now, physically or mentally, how you're showing up or how you're not showing up, if you're constantly falling into unproductive habits right now, girl, I'm giving you all the things today. Okay. All you have to do is do them or do one even. So let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the tough love mom podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight. And you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. In this season, we need flexibility, right? And effectiveness in our workouts and in our nutrition. So if you want to enjoy family time, family meals, treats, traditions, all the things, but you also want to keep up with your fairly healthy habits in between, girl, every single workout that I've done, prenatal, postnatal, strength, cardio, long workouts, short workouts, and all the nutrition education that I've used, not only to lose a combined 150 pounds from both pregnancies, but also to feel good about my habits during the holidays, you can have them too. You can literally go grab them at the link below to get exactly what I've used to be intentional in my habits, even during the holidays. You will get my support as you journey. So go ahead to that link below and grab that if you need efficiency and effectiveness to keep up with your habits and go into the new year strong. Okay. Like I said, at the time of this episode, we are just a week out, just about a week out from Christmas. So we're already in the thick of it as we wrap up the year, but that doesn't mean you can't do anything about your fitness and your nutrition and your mindset. So we're going to go over all those things today. We're going to go over nutrition. We're going to go over working out. We're going to talk about routines and mindset during the holidays. Honestly, these things you can apply during any special season of the year, but here we are coming in hot on Christmas. So let's get into it. Years ago, I feel like this was another lifetime, but when college volleyball ended, the end of the year and the holiday season coincides with the end of the volleyball season. Um, I had no idea what to do. Okay. I had stopped working out, right? Because as an athlete, 
you're told what to do. You show up for practice. You show up for strength training. So I stopped working out because no one was telling me to work out anymore. (laughs) And I ate like junk because I didn't know anything about nutrition at the time. And that Christmas, I remember being at my parents' house and stepping on a scale and I was at my heaviest weight ever. Like I'd never seen that number on the scale. I was like, is this thing broken? I was mind blown and very frustrated down on myself. Those aren't the right words for it, but I was just really shocked. And prior to that, I hadn't cared much about my weight. Like I didn't stress about it. I didn't own a scale mainly because I was always active, but it really hit me and hit home how my habits played a huge role in my health. That's when I finally realized, okay, like how I show up every day is going to impact my body and my health and my weight and my mindset and how I feel about myself. And at that time in that season, that Christmas, I felt very uncomfortable in my body. If I'm being totally honest, like my calves were bigger. So my jeans weren't fitting the same. A lot of my other clothes weren't comfortable on my sleeves and stuff. Um, And I really wanted to change, but I waited till January (laughs) and that's okay. If you've been there, like, obviously I've done the same thing. Now that was back in college. So literally forever ago, but I've been through my share of holiday seasons since then. And I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot of habits. I've learned a lot of mindsets and we're going to get into all of those things today. So the first area that we're chatting about with the holidays and our habits is nutrition, nutrition. So let's talk numbers real quick. Let me give you a little tough love mom numbers. I'm a total nerd as I adjust my glasses about numbers. So Halloween to New Year's Day, any year, October 31st to January 1st of the following year is a total of 63 days, 63, 63. Now, 9.5% of those days are holidays, special days, New Year's, Christmas, New Year's Eve, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. 9.5% of those days are special days. That means that just over 90% of the rest of the days between Halloween and January 1st are normal days. Now, maybe they're not normal because your kids are home or because you have work off or you're traveling, but they're not holidays. Okay. They're normal days on the calendar, December 2nd, November 30th. They're all just normal days, normal days. So we need to treat them as normal days as we would treat January 1st and April 1st and February 1st. A lot of those days when we reset our habits, we can reset our habits any day that we want to. Literally, you can start changing things any calendar day of the year, even on those special holidays. So treat those normal days as normal days. And even better yet, treat them as one of those reset days. Treat it as a Monday. Treat it as a first of a month. Treat it as January 1. Just treat it. 90% of the days between Halloween and New Year's Day are normal days. So treat them as that. Okay. Tough little mom moment there for you. Like I said, we're coming in hot on this stuff right now because we got no time to waste. Nutrition also. When we have those special days, when it's Thanksgiving, when it's Christmas Eve, and we're having that special Christmas dinner, there are special foods and meals and treats around. Enjoy them. Okay. Enjoy them. But here's some things you can do to avoid overeating, to avoid 
just not feeling great about what you ended up doing. So number one is focus on portion sizes. Uh, this is really applicable, especially at Thanksgiving. So I'm sorry that that's already passed. <laughs> but like I said, this is applicable to any special season or holiday, but focus on your portion sizes. Don't overdo it. I mean, you have eyeballs, you know, what's realistic for your belly. So pick portion sizes that you're going to be able to enjoy and not feel super stuffed about just that's self-control. You have that capable inside of you. So just exercise the self-control. It'll make it easier next time. Promise. Uh, don't graze. So a lot of the times the food has set out a buffet style, instead of standing next to the food and just grazing, grab a plate, put it on the plate and walk away and enjoy that food. And if you're still hungry, go get seconds, but don't graze like standing right by the food, you know, and, and oftentimes with family, especially if you got appetizers out and whatever, they're just out and they're there, especially in the gathering area. So you can move yourself somewhere else. Again, you can exercise self-control, but try not to graze if you can, you know, if you're just conscious of that. Another thing with all the special treats around is enjoy them. Enjoy the treats, guys. Enjoy it. Take bites, have servings, but presently enjoy it. So when I'm talking about like enjoying the desserts, enjoying the cookies and whatever else, be present, like chew your food and notice the flavors. Don't mindlessly eat when you're sitting there enjoying that food. Just notice it. Pay attention to how it tastes. Pay attention to how it feels in your mouth. Pay attention to the size of bites that you're taking and thinking about how grateful you are for this season. Just like have a present mind when you're enjoying those treats. It'll just make it that much more enjoyable and it will likely help you not feel like you're missing out if you don't have another and another and another and another, because you got to enjoy that one that you just had. If you're overeating, if you find yourself overeating, wow, I'm really stuffed, but I have another plate of food, slow down, drink some water, and then really focus in on, and I think this is something we can do at all times, but start to focus in on your hunger cues. When we tune into those more often, we often avoid overeating. So tune into your hunger cues, give yourself time to digest, give yourself time to eat again, chew slower. Don't just inhale your food, but make sure that you're trying to avoid overeating. And you're the theme of this all is truly just being present with your mind, being conscious and not doing things unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Lastly, with food on these special days, when you want to enjoy them and just not feel guilty is control what you can control. We are not like I said, October 31st to January 1st is not a constant special meals, special treats all around all day, every day, control what you can control before you go to an event, like fuel your body. Well, before you go the meals before the breakfast, the morning of, um, if you're bringing something, bring something that's on the healthier side, choose vegetables and fuel. If things that are going to fuel your body. Well, if you're there, if they're present and again, plate your food instead of standing there and grazing. So enjoy the special days with your mindset. Don't feel guilty about it. It's a holiday. It's meant to be enjoyed, but control what you can control and make sure that your mind is mentally there. You're not just mindlessly eating. That's a really good way to just avoid the overeating, not end up feeling guilty at the end of the day and enjoying the time with family. That's why you're there. You're not there to eat. You're there to be with family. You're there to enjoy tradition and make memories. So focus on that instead of the food. All right. You can end this right here because that was good. That was some fire. Enjoy the family and the memories and the friendships because you're not there for the food. You're there for the relationships. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about working out three very simple things with working out. Number one, plan ahead. 
plan ahead. Know what workouts you're going to do what days. Know when you're going to rest. It takes that decision energy out of the equation. If you plan ahead, you don't have to go, oh, do I want to work out today? No, not really. Okay, I won't. And then it's been two weeks and you haven't worked out. Plan ahead. And even better yet, instead of saying, okay, I'm going to go for a run this day and I'm going to go to the gym the next day and the next day and then I'll take a rest day, have workouts that are streamable or written down for you so you don't even have to think about what you're doing. You just show up and do it. I mean, take all the energy of decision-making out of the equation by planning ahead and doing workouts that you don't even have to think about. You just have to show up and do it, okay? No planning in the moment. Do the planning ahead of time. Next thing with working out during the holidays is be efficient. In episode three, I talked all about finding time to do effective workouts. So I linked that up so below if you missed that, but go listen to episode three, find some time, make that time to work out. We talk about how you hear a lot. Oh, if you care about working out, you'll make the time. Well, okay. Yeah, obviously if you listen to this, you care. So go to that episode and get those tangible things that I shared and taught you that you can implement right now in the midst of the holiday season to make the time to work out. Even if you're super crazy, busy traveling, this is applicable to all seasons of life. So go to episode three and use those things that I taught you to make the time to work out. They're tangible. They will get you results. They will make that time. So go do that. And then the last thing with workouts, oh my gosh, I've said this a thousand times with working out and prioritizing it, whether it's trying to find time to prioritize it or whatever, communicate, especially if you're going to be with people that you're not usually with during the holidays. If you're traveling to see family, just communicate, communicate why it's important to you, why it's important for them that you work out and then what they can do to help. And again, if you're really prioritizing that time with family and you need something that's short and effective and efficient, I've got that for you below. It might not feel like your normal season of life with workouts. You might not get as much out of your workouts as you wanted to, but if it's something that you want to show up and be doing consistently, get something that's effective, communicate with your family and plan ahead. Let's talk about routine now during the holidays, right? Schedules, routines, they get really thrown off. (laughs) If I'm being honest, they get real messy during the holidays. So like I just said, communication is key. It is foundational communicate every single night. Well, not every night, but my husband and I really, really try to communicate the night before, before we go to bed, what's tomorrow hold, what's tomorrow going to look like for you? What's going to look like for me? Do I have a lot of my to-do list and I'm going to be really busy just so we know what the expectation is going into the next day, what we can expect from the other person, what we can expect from our kids and our schedule and when you're going to be out of the house and when you're going to be home, communicate what your routine will look like. And again, planning ahead is also really important. So plan ahead, plan your workouts, plan when you're going to go grocery shopping, plan when you're going to do family outings, plan what a travel day is going to look like and not down to a T, but just when I talk about planning, I really want you to look at how's it going to feel? How's this day going to feel? Am I going to be stressed because there's a little more going on that is different than normal? Is it going to be a relaxed day because we're not having a lot scheduled? We just get to lay back and relax and be flexible with what we do throughout the day. Like what's the day going to feel like? That's a big part of planning ahead. And then what actually is going to comprise your day? What's going to be happening during the day? What are you going to prioritize? Are the things that are your priorities? Are they in your day? Are they already there? Plan ahead. That is so important with your routine. And then 
Again, evaluate your priorities in this season. The holiday season is very different than other seasons of the year. So you have to know what's most important to you right now. It likely will look different than other times of year, and that's okay. You might have less priorities. You might have completely different priorities. Whatever it is, you need to know what they are and be very clear on them, or else life's just going to happen to you instead of you being not in control, but you feeling like you have a grip on what's going on in your life. Now, I'm not giving you free reign to throw everything out the window that you've made happen over the course of the last year with your habits and your routine and your health, but it also doesn't mean that you should be expecting of yourself the same level of discipline and the same level of consistency that you've had, say, in January or in May or other times of the year. This season is just different. It's very unique. It can be busy. It can be stressful. So know that as we wrap up this year and make sure that you are not expecting of yourself something that's unrealistic, but you are being intentional as you show up. Okay. We're going to talk a lot about intentionality, so I won't go there yet, but last area with your habits and your health during the holidays is mindset. So we're going to talk about the scale and then we're going to talk about being intentional. So number one with the scale, because we can get so in our heads is woman, with the scale and then the holidays just make it a hundred times more difficult. Just promise me that you're not going to get on it as often as maybe you do at other times of the year. And then also with the scale, and this is something that maybe this will just free you forever, but instead of looking at it as you've done well, or you've done poorly, look at the scale, the number that's right there, those digits that literally numbers are just numbers. They're just like numbers. They're facts. They're feedback. Use the scale as feedback for what choices you made in the last 24 to 48 hours. That's all it literally is. It's also feedback on what time of the month is it for you? What do you have going on in your life? Are you sleeping well? Did you just breastfeed or not? Because if you got some fullness going on there, you're going to weigh a little bit more. Like the scale is just feedback. It's just numbers. It is just data. So use it as that. See the number on the scale as feedback for the choices that you've made in the past few days, and what you can do moving forward. That's all it is. It's just an indicator of where you're at in your journey, not of your worth. Okay. Okay. Also with the scale, remember that, and this is, here's some tough love for you. Over 90% of the days at the end of the year are normal days. So treat them as normal days. Okay. The only way to be disciplined with that, the only way to be disciplined in your habits is to just do it. Action is the only thing that will make you disciplined. Action is the only thing that will make you consistent. Action is the only thing that gets you to a place of confidence. So take action, be diligent during the days that are normal days and enjoy and be present and intentional on the days that are special days that are holidays. Now let's talk about intentionality. So we're going to, I've divided this up into two different approaches. So number one, I want you to focus on intention over randomness or chaos this season. And that's kind of hard to do because the holidays can bring up a lot of chaos, but intention is defined as commitment to carrying out an action that involves planning and forethought. So basically it's the opposite of randomness. It's the opposite of chaos. It's the opposite of leaving things to chance and letting circumstances rule you. If you're going to get off the rails, if you're going to fall off, I hate that phrase because it's just so cliche, but if you're going to fall off the wagon or go off the rails, do it with intentionality, 
Like know that you're going to do it instead of falling off the wagon, instead of just like, whoop, I fell off, instead of falling off without any forethought or planning, right? That's part of intention. Park the wagon, climb out the wagon and go roll around in the mud, but don't fall off the wagon into the mud. Okay. Don't be a fool. Park your wagon and get out, enjoy that mud, roll around in it, get yourself a mud bath and then get back in the wagon and be intentional. Okay, if you're going to make bad choices, I don't even like using the word bad. If you're going to make choices that feel off track from your norm, do it consciously. Do it on purpose. Okay, don't let lack of self-control get the best of you. You were not designed to live with a lack of self-control. You were designed to live with self-control. That is how you gain inner competence. That is how you live a life free of stress is you live in self-control. Now, self-control is not comfortable and it doesn't feel good all the time. But when we have self-control, we can be intentional about when we fall off the wagon. So if you're going to do it, if you're going to have all the cookies and all the treats, do it on purpose, plan it in, have forethought, be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going all in on these Christmas desserts. On Christmas day, we having cinnamon rolls. We having pancakes. I'm going to have cookies. I'm going to have all the treats. I might not even eat any veggies on Christmas day. And I'm doing it on purpose. And you know what? December 26th, I'll probably have to eat a lot of veggies to feel better. And I'm probably not going to feel very good that day. But if you do that on purpose, <laughs> you're going to feel so much better in the moment. You might feel guilty and not feel great the next day physically, but like, you know, you did that on purpose. And it frees you of a lot of the stress. So (laughs) intention over randomness and chaos. Okay. Park the wagon, climb out, roll around in the mud, and then get back in the wagon on the next day. Okay. Do it on purpose. And then another focus I want you to have with intention. And this is like the other end of the spectrum. (laughs) So if you're going to go off the rails, right, do it on purpose. And the other side of the spectrum with intention is that intention is more important than perfection. Okay. Intention over perfection. That's the other enemy of intention, which again, let me define that is commitment to carrying out an action that involves planning and forethought. One end, one end of the enemy of that is randomness, chaos, having no forethought, just letting life happen to you. The other enemy of intention, the other enemy of like having that forethought about what you're doing is going too far with that planning and that forethought and expecting perfection, expecting for things to go a certain way is just, that's perfection. You guys, that is, that is going to chain you down and girl, this is the busiest and the craziest time of year. So why would you expect perfection? (laughs) Like we're moms. It's not going to be pretty. It's going to be fun. And we're going to make so many memories, but it's going to be far from perfect. So don't expect perfection. Okay. Choose a baseline, like a couple of baseline standards that you know you can maintain and that you will commit to not swaying from. Again, this is the, the planning and the forethought and the commitment, and then be flexible with the rest of it. So for example, my baseline standards during the holiday season is on those normal days, I'm going to track my nutrition. I do a simplified form of macros. I'm going to track that in the app that I use and just be intentional about what I'm putting in my body, use, you know, the scale and what I track, how I'm looking at what I eat throughout the day as feedback on the choices I'm making on how I'm handling my emotions, whether I'm trying to cope with food or if I'm coping really well, I'm using that as feedback. So that's one of my baseline standards is fueling really well on the normal days, this final stretch of the year. 
and working out consistently six to seven days a week. And like some of those days are mobility work, they're walks with my family, they're much more low impact, but those are things I will not sway from. Those are commitments I have, period. I will not sway from that. And I'm flexible with the rest of it. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be type A about my nutrition and I'm not trying to be killing my body with these workouts and being super crazy and intense, but I will be consistent. And that's the standard for myself. So choose those baseline standards that you are not going to sway from in this season. And then don't sway. Do not sway from them. That is intention. That is committing to carrying out an action with forethought and planning. Isn't it amazing? Like, aren't you like, wow, I'm learning so much right now. I'm learning so much just like teaching this. Kind of crazy how that works. Okay. And one last concept on the, well, we're talking about perfection here is how in other areas of motherhood, whether it's how we look and dress, or maybe we're really good at letting go of like a need to have a certain schedule, whatever it is, we can let go of perfection so easily in other areas of motherhood. So we need to start applying that to our journey. Okay. Intention over perfection in our journey. If you need a deeper dive on that whole concept of letting go of expectations, of letting go of perfection, head to episode two. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It is so, so good. I'll link it below for you. So you can just click that and go listen to it or go re-listen to it if you need that encouragement today. But episode two, we dove a lot into letting go of those expectations. Now, it would be really nice if we could fix all of these things, our mindset, our nutrition, our routines, our workouts, and just how we approach all all of it. It would be phenomenal if we could fix all of that right now, wouldn't it? Okay, but we need to be realistic. It's very unlikely that you can change all of those things in the next few weeks before we hit January 1 and you're like, I'm committed and I'm doing this and I'm going to hit my goals and be consistent and disciplined and lose weight and feel good. Okay, you've only got a few weeks and we're right around the corner from Christmas. It took me years to have all of these things working fairly seamlessly. And I say fairly because I'm not perfect, okay? Like we aren't trying to be perfect here. I am not perfect. But it took me years to get to this spot where I felt like all of these things were pretty down pat for myself. So I want you to choose two to three things from this episode. I don't know what hit home with you, but choose two to three things that you're like, whoo, that really speaks to me that you can focus on in the final weeks of this year. And what I want you to do when you've identified those two or three things is head over to our Facebook group, head over to the Tough Love Mom Squad and let us know how you're being intentional about your habits during the holidays. This is like woohoo accountability when you put it out there, when you speak aloud what it is you're going to commit to, what it is you're being intentional about, right? That that choosing and planning ahead and having forethought about what you're going to commit to taking action on, that that accountability is in our tough love mod squad. So find an accountability sister in there, go comment on the post that's up today about what you're being intentional with during the holidays. As we wrap up this year, if you're not in our tough love mom squad, the link below is to join. So go head over there, go get in there. Phenomenal group of mamas. And remember that if you need effective, efficient workouts and just the simple applicable nutrition education to go alongside that, you can grab that below too. And don't forget to enjoy this season of the year and be intentional on the normal days. Okay. We really talked about that word intention and I want you to live in that live and in being intentional. You are capable. You are worth the mental effort that it takes to be intentional and you can have both enjoyment 
and health during this time of year. So go get after it, mama, go do the things, go take action and go get some accountability in our tough love mom squad. I will see you in there before you go. Thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.